Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Happy Sabbath, Sister Noreen. Happy Sabbath to you. And I'm going to ask you the question. Are you washed in the blood, in the blood stain of Jesus Christ? That's my song. Are you washed in the blood? Have you been, have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood? Are you fully trusting in his grace this hour? Are you washed in the blood, the blood stain of Jesus? Are you washed in the blood, in the blood of Jesus? Are you washed? Are you washed? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed? In the blood, are you fully trusting in his grace this hour? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you washed in the blood, in the soul cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you walking daily by the Savior's side? Are you washed in the blood, in the blood, same blood of the Lamb? Do you rest each moment in the crucified? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Lay aside the garments that are stained with sin and be washed in the blood of the Lamb. 
There's a fountain flowing for the soul unclean to be washed in the blood of the Lamb. Are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Amen. 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 Hallelujah, my sister. Thank you for sharing that beautiful song. And yes, we are washed in the blood of the Lamb. Thank you, my sister. And we will uh, turn the program over to none other than the man of God, our visionary founder of Button to Christ Ministry, Brother Patrick Baker. Happy Sabbath, Brother Patrick. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Noreen. Happy Sabbath. Happy Sabbath to everyone, and uh, just praising the Lord. Um, you know, uh, I was thinking of doing something about the blood, and when I heard the song, Are You Washed in the Blood? I don't know if we know about this blood, the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. When we are washed by this blood, it's no ordinary blood. It's a powerful blood. This blood that takes away every stain. When I thought about the blood of Jesus Christ, I remember when Adam and Eve sinned. God came down himself and, and, and killed the animal and shed blood to cover their sins. Mercy. The blood of Jesus Christ is so powerful that the Lord himself had to come and kill the first animals and get the skin to cover their sins. Are you washed by the blood? Are you washed by the blood? When Jesus was taken to Calvary and he was carried, he walked to Golgotha, and they crucify him. He died. He shed his blood. And when his blood was shed, there was a great earthquake. And surely when they look on the scene, they said, Dad, surely he's the son of God. Are you washed by the blood? Are you covered? By the blood of the Lamb, the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. What a blood that is so powerful. That's where the power is. It's in the blood. The power. It's in the blood. When the devil hears the name of Jesus Christ and his blood, his atoning blood, all hell shivers and trembles under the anointing of the blood of the Lamb, the Lamb that was slain for you and I. That's love. That's a deep love that the Lord had for you, had for you and I. That he left heaven and he came down to save you and I. 
Let us pray. Father in heaven, Father, I'm just thinking about the blood. The blood, oh God, that was shed on Calvary's cross for all of us tonight. The blood of Jesus Christ. One day, oh God, some people are going to appreciate the blood of the Lamb. The blood that was shed. The innocent blood that was shed on the cross for everyone that is listening tonight who are struggling and going through different issues. But, oh God, we remember the blood. The blood of the Lamb. The blood of Jesus Christ is able to cover us and to take away every stain of sicknesses and every type of maladies and every type of struggles that God's people go through, the blood. We overcame them in Revelation 12, 11 by the blood of the Lamb and by the testimonies of Jesus Christ, the blood. Father, who can overcome but through the blood? Who can stand but through the blood? Who can enter heaven if we're not covered under the blood and our sins being washed away? I pray tonight on the Sabbath hour that the blood of Jesus Christ will come and terminate and go through and cover us right now that hearts will be broken and sin will be removed, oh God, because of your power, because of your grace, because of your mercy, because of you, God. Lord, the blood of Jesus Christ, the blood, oh God, allow your blood to cover us now. Cover everyone that is struggling, oh God. Somebody need to hear from you and the Sabbath hour, oh God of glory. Let your blood fall afresh on us tonight. Let it break every stain of sin. Let it take our mind and transform us, oh God, into the light that you want us to be. Oh God, only your blood. Oh, Jesus Christ, only you, oh God, the love of God. Here comes the love of God that takes away everything. The love of God. Oh, God, stop by here tonight. The love of God. Stop by in this prayer line tonight. Everyone listening from around the globe, from Brother Rice in Australia. Everybody, oh God. Everywhere, Lord Jesus, to Sister Sledge up north, everywhere, circle the globe, oh God, Sister Kathleen in Vancouver, oh God, let the blood of Jesus Christ shake every heart this night and bring restoration right from UK, right around the globe, oh Jesus. If there's every time we need you, it's now. Let the blood cover your people and let every shackle be broken and let hearts rejoice in you knowing that our king is coming soon. The king is coming soon. 
Oh God, help us to be ready and to be prepared. Thank you, O oh God, for your blessings. Thanks, O oh God, for your mercies. Thanks for your goodness, Lord. Let the words of my mouth tonight, O oh God, and the meditations of my heart, O oh God, be acceptable. O oh God, we just love you, Jesus. We love you, O oh God. We appreciate your Sabbath hour. Oh God, your power is upon your people in every homes, in every phone, in every cars, everywhere your people are listening around the globe. Your Holy Ghost power is with us. Lord, we are so grateful that you're on our side, Lord. We're on your side. Lord, we are so grateful. Hallelujah. Grateful. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. This is my humble prayer. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. The blood is so powerful. The blood of the Lamb. The blood is so powerful. The blood. You know, I, I recognize we're praying for a few people, and there's a few people that we need to really pray for. We got to pray for um, Sister Aldis' daughter, Cecilia. You know, somebody on the line, just write it down. Send it to the prayer war room. You know, Sister Aldis' daughter, Cecilia. Sister Rose and her daughter. There's just so many people that is holding on. The enemy is trying to break so many people. And God's people really need the power to go and set captive free. I pray tonight that God's people will come higher. To come higher, we got to let go of sin, let go of self, and let the blood covers us. Let the blood covers us. Let the blood covers us. Um, I wanted to take a couple questions, but I may take it in the end because the Spirit of the Lord just bid me to just go right in the Word. Don't stop. Just go in the Word. You know, I was reading a devotion, and it really touched my heart. A devotion from a book, Jesus Calling, page 150, and it touches my heart. And I'm going to read it for you here. And it says, uh, Approach each new day with desire to find me. That's God talking. Approach each day with the desire to find me. It's very deep. Again, I'm going to read it. The Spirit of the Lord is working now. He's moving upon your heart right now. It's all about coming higher with the Lord and doing his work. Selfish shouldn't be in the way. Pride should not be in the way. We want to be covered by the blood. Listen again. I'm going to go slowly. As you're meditating, you're thinking on the word and the power of God and this blessed Sabbath. The Sabbath of the Lord thy God, the day that he has made, he hallowed, he sanctified. The power of the Lord is with us on his Sabbath day. Listen again. He says, approach each new day 
with desire to find me. The Lord said if we search for him with all our hearts, we'll find him. I want to find the Lord. You know, I want to find him. Do you? Dear brethren, he said, approach each day with a desire to find me before you get out of bed. Before you get out of bed. Let your day start before you get out of bed with God. Open your eyes, give thanks and meditate. Lie down and talk to God. Don't just jump out and run along to get to work, even if you're late. If you have the desire to find me, he said, search for me before you get out of bed. Listen to what he says again. I have already been working to prepare a path, a path that will get you through this day. Lord of mercy, God is working in the meanwhile. He said, while you lay on your bed and you meditate on him, he said, I've already gone ahead of you to prepare your day so you can get through the day. I'm already making the pathway. If we look at this from the spiritual realm right now, we're going to see a different picture. And listen what the next first line says. There are hidden treasures strategically placed along the way. Amen. The treasures are hidden. The wheat and tear will have to grow together until it be a harvest. Hear what the next verse says. Some of the treasures are trials. Mercy. Some of the treasures are trials. So it may you may touch it and it may hurt you. But if you endure, God is saying you're going to develop some callous. You're going to get tougher. You're going to get more solid for Jesus. If you allow him to do the work. He's starting you. He said some of the treasures are trials designed to shake you free from earth's shackles. Lord of mercy. Hello, somebody. You hear me? It's designed to shake you free from self. Some of the attachment of pornography of all different sicknesses and things that we have touched to. That is not of God. God is saying, I'm working in the meanwhile. Others, it says, are blessings that reveal my presence. Sunshine and sunshine and flowers, birds, friendship, answered prayer. I have not abandoned this sin wrecked world. The Lord says, even though you're going through this thing, I'm with you. Hello? I'm with you. I am still richly present in it. I'm still in this sinful world. 
search for deep treasure as you go through this day. You will find me all along the way. Just remember that, that the Lord has already made a pathway. Talk to him while you lie in your bed. You see, this is deep, brethren, because this is taking us somewhere. God is just an awesome God. When I thought about his goodness, my heart is filled. He led me to the verse that is attached to this, Colossians chapter 2. I'll read from verse 1 to 3. Colossians chapter 2. Paul was speaking to the Colossians. He was sending them messages to encourage them. And God wants to encourage us tonight to hold on. Make a connection with me before you get out of bed and talk to me. I am already paved the way for you. There's going to be some disappointment on the way, but I'm still there. Through your tough times, you've been through a rough week, things look like everything's going to crash. But the Lord is saying, these are trials. I love you. I'm making a pathway for you. Hello, I love you. You may not see the love in it, but here the man of God, Paul, was pouring out to the Colossians and speaking to them. And hear what it says in Colossians chapter 2, verse 1. It says, For I would that you know, you knew what great conflict I have for you and for them at Laodicea. And for as much as I have not seen, you have not seen my face in the flesh. Paul was writing to the Colossians and is not talking about the conflict of fighting. The Spirit of the Lord was bubbling up in him. Paul described the heartfelt care for the Colossians, God's people, as a great conflict. It's like a metaphor. They have never seen Paul in person. But Paul have a passion for souls. God is saying when we develop this relationship with him, we don't have to see people to evil witness to them. Nobody has to force you to come and Zoom and give a testimony. Because you know what? You're reaching souls for Christ. This conflict is in you. The conflict, I want to know more. I want to tell people about, I want to wake up the Laodicea, the people who are sleeping. That's the relationship. Hear what Paul says to them in verse 2. Paul encouraged them. Paul says, that their heart might be comforted. He's encouraging them to say, brethren, let us be encouraged. Let the fire burn within you 
and be encouraged in Christ, knowing that the Lord is with you. It gets even more deeper. Because he says in the same verse too, being knit together in love and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding to the knowledge, the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ. You see, Paul is so deep. He's saying, you see the knit there, the knit together in love. God is saying, we need to be in unity. There shouldn't be any division in the body of Christ. We need powerful unity. We need to jump on the bandwagon. Look, Paul was writing to people who he don't know. He had never met them in the flesh, but he have a love. When God's people get together, we're supposed to have a love, and we're supposed to sit down and talk and testify for hours. And we don't have to be envious and wish I have that other person's gift. And how comes you're doing that and I don't get to do it? You see, when you know Christ, there's going to be unity. He said he wished that they were knitted. He said being knit together in love and unto all riches of the full assurance. It's growing together in understanding and the knowledge of God's truth, of God's word, the full assurance. Mercy. It's too deep to comprehend. We can't comprehend it. This, this is too deep, brethren. Hello. Paul is writing and breaking down some barriers and say, listen, man, there's a great conflict going on inside of me right now. I just want to bring the word. I just want to tell people and start to wake up some people. Do we have this great conflict? Listen, if we go back to what I read before, Virgin, I'm going to go back to it again. This is deep, Virgin. It's deep. I'm going to finish in five minutes and I'll take two or three questions. Listen, this is deep. Approach each new day with desire to find me. If you have desire to find the Lord, there's going to be a conflict boiling up inside of you. Trust me. There's going to be a conflict. A conflict meaning you want. It's a metaphor saying, listen, I just want to spread the word. I'm coming with the hammer. I'm coming with the word of God. God's people, the Leo's VPN people need to wake up because Christ is at the door. There's no mixed words. And there's no hate behind it. It's all. He wants us to be knitted in love, in unity, and understanding the power and the truth behind his word, the full assurance. Man, wow. Listen. It says, before you get out of bed, I have already been working to prepare the path that will get you through this day. God wants to get us through the day. There are hidden treasures strategically placed along the way. Some of the treasures are what? Trials. You ever heard that before? Treasures are trials? Virgin. This really moved my heart. When I see Paul 
send out such powerful encouragement that God's people, as a matter of fact, listen, listen, I, you got to go down to verse 5. I know the, verse, the chapter is powerful. You can go read it, but listen. Go down to verse 5 of um, Colossians 2. Hear what it says. For though I be absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in the spirit, joying and beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. Listen, this is a famous thing that Paul says in it. And some people think when he says absent in the flesh but present with God, they think Paul is gone to heaven. That's how Paul speaks. This man speaks on a spiritual level that is higher than some of us can attain and comprehend. Listen, he said, listen, even though I'm absent with you, I'm like, I'm present with you in the spirit. We're in one accord. We're Seventh-day Adventists. We keep the Sabbath. That's why I say, anywhere I talk about Adventists, it, and the Rastom, I was able to say anywhere because we're not ripping down anybody. We're lifting up God's people. We're one. Hello. It's a Paul is deep. Paul is deep. God is saying to us here, in order to have this fire going in the last days, this conflict of fire, wanting to spread the gospel like Jeremiah, fire burning inside of our body. We have to get to know him. And some of getting to know him is meditating on the word, talking to him and appreciate the power of Jesus Christ and his blood before we rise, before we get out of our bed. Let's appreciate the breath of life that God has given us. Do you appreciate the blood? Do you appreciate what the Lord has done for you and for I. Let's pray. Father in heaven, great God, we appreciate you so much. Father, we know a lot of people cannot comprehend you. This is the last days, and people are living in Laodicea still. We're not getting the calls. People are living like the five foolish virgins, have no back of oil. As Pastor Saar says, there's an oil crisis going on. They don't understand that we need to get enough oil in our lamps today before it's too late. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that your people tonight who are listening to this service, Lord, will be moved by the blood of the Lamb and we will start to get our homes in order, our lives in order. We'll start to worship more fervent worship from the heart. We'll search for the Lord with all our hearts. And you promise that if we do that, we will find you. And when we find Jesus, we'll never be the same. Because that's where the power comes from. That's the power source, Christ Jesus. That's where the power comes from. Lord, I pray that your people will find him will put away all the jealousy, will put away all the evil thoughts and deeds, and we will come to the mercy seat before it's too late. Lord, I want to come, Jesus, to the mercy seat. Help me, oh God. Help my unbelief. Help my doubt. Oh God, help my fear. Oh Jesus, help me, Lord. I'm willing. Father God, 
Let your people be willing tonight, Lord. Somebody is struggling. I don't know where they're calling from, but they're on the prayer line. It may be their first time. But, Lord, we need a touch. We need an anointing power from thee. Please, Lord, hear your people. Please, Jesus, hear your people tonight, Lord. Let the fire burn within and let us jump up and ready to work for Jesus before it's too late. It's going to be too late for some people. Oh, God of glory, it's going to be too late. Help us, oh God, to be ready. Lord, I'm ready. If I'm not ready, Lord, get me ready. Lord, if you need to cut down some limbs, do it, oh God. If you need to root up, do what you need to do, oh God, to get us ready. Father, if somebody's making that decision that they want to get ready, let them make a decision, Lord, that they need to get ready. Lord, when they give their prayer request, let them say the word, I want to be ready. Father, it meant that some of the test is going to be trials. Some people may go through hardship. Oh, Lord, you said you won't give us more than we can bear. So equip us, oh, Lord, and get us ready. We thank you now, oh, God, for your blessings, your mercy, and your goodness. In the precious and loving and gracious name of our Lord and Savior, thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. I promise I was going to take about three questions. Anything, you know, usually we say spiritual warfare, but if there's anything, we just want to say you love the Lord. You know, unmute your phone, star, star. We take three. Okay, if there's no question, then we're going to one second there. How are you doing, Brother Patrick? How are you doing? This is Sister Walters. How are you? Praise the Lord. Praise and the Lord, God, my sister. God is good to you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Walters. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. Hi, right. Yeah, go ahead and your name. Hi, Sister Charlene. Hi, I just have one question. (laughs) The book that you quoted, Jesus Calling, could you tell me, like, is it um, an Ellen White book, or? Uh, It's just a a devotional book by um, Thomas Nelson. Actually, it was sent Mm -hmm. to me by a dear sister, an Adventist sister, sent it from the U.S. Mm -hmm. for me. And the Lord just led me. I will do a picture and send us shot of it okay yes it's very powerful the lord just send me to it a moment thank you i will send it to you okay thank you amen amen okay anybody else anything you want to ask before we go to the prayer request hi brother 
Yes. Hello. And yeah, this is yes. Sister Irene. Yes, Sister Irene. Praise the Lord. I have a question. Uh, what does it mean when, you know, and this is what happened to me. Uh, you pray, I'm praying for somebody, and I saw that person in what could have looked like a vision or a dream that they work, you know, they get better, they're looking so good, and one week later they, they passed away. I'm trying to understand because for me, I took it, oh, since I saw that, and this has happened to me two times in my life, I could remember. Since I saw that, that means that person is getting better, but then that person passed away. How how do I interpret that? How do I reconcile that? Okay, I will tell you, um, and I know I share a testimony already. Um, there was a sister in Jamaica who had the Zika virus, and they flew her to the U.S. A good friend of mine's sister, and it cost over like 200,000 U.S. to take care of her in the U.S. And we prayed for her. And when we're praying, the Lord says that she's healed. And in a few days, she died. And um, I was devastated, you know, to say, Lord. And then the Lord said to me, healing doesn't mean has to be physical. A lot of people expect physical because we are so physical. We don't understand that salvation is more powerful. Judgment, the second death, is more powerful. So when you get a dream like this and you were inspired for the person, the Lord can say, listen, I have restored them spiritually, but I'm putting them to sleep physically. But in this earth made new, when the trump of the Lord shall sound and the dead in Christ shall rise, that person is going to be risen and is going to be there. So it's a good assurance where we can look at it from two levels. When we pray and you see that, you can go back to the Lord and say, Lord, is it meant that they are spiritually healed or they are physically healed? We ask, we have not because we ask not. So with this ministry, we pray for everything. So when you get a vision like that, you have to go back to God. So what does it mean, Lord? Is it meant that they are going to be healed physically or is it spiritual? And the Lord will reveal. So in that case, we could see that God is showing you that your prayers were answered spiritually. You were healed, but they were put to sleep because the greatest of all is the second death. You know, if we escape the second death, that's what it is. I don't care if I die tomorrow, sister, God forbid, but I don't want to die in the second death. The second death means like when the trump of the Lord shall sound, the dead in Christ shall risen, and those who are alive will be caught up. And those who remain is Satan's people. And you're going to be dead. The judgment is going to fall on you. You don't want to be a part of that group. So we have to appreciate life and appreciate what the Lord is doing for us. And don't worry about if I die tomorrow, what will happen? That is if we have no hope. 
and we think it's just when you die, you go to the grave and that's it. No, there's a judgment coming and we should worry about the second death and not the first death because this first death, the way we treat our bodies and what we eat and how we load ourselves with starch and we have heart problems, kidney problems, we're going to die. Mercy. So I hope I answer your question. Thank you. Um, did I get three already? I don't remember if I had three. Okay. So thank you so much. Okay, this would be the last one. Go ahead. Hello. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, good evening. It's Marion, Sister Marion from Berry. Okay, praise the Lord, Sister Marion. Go ahead. Hallelujah. Yeah, I have this question. I've noticed that lately, whenever I go down on my knees to pray, I have this tingling around my hip, from my lower back right down to my hip, close to my knee, almost all the time. And when it happens and I'm praying quietly and gently, I just have the feeling like my spirit is in prayer that I have to go into a warfare and I'll start praying. I'll feel, sometimes I'll feel like the presence of something of somebody or whatever and i would just feel the need of that praying i mean praying harder like in warfare really so it is so frequent lately and i don't really know what that means but i get okay, the so, all the time well for that question it meant that you need to be delivered you're coming under warfare when you start to approach the throne of God. So once you start to pray, you're getting tingling over your body. It meant that the two forces are clashing. They don't want you to pray. It's a conflict. So it meant that there's some deliverance needs to happen. And then you have to also examine the area that you're praying in. If you're praying in your room, then you got to look to see if there's any accursed things in that area. You got to check to see if it happened everywhere in the house. When you go down on your knees, you get in the tingling. Then it's definitely a spiritual warfare, and you need to be tested. Okay, it mostly it mostly happens when I'm at work. Okay, it most if it's mostly when you're at work, then it yeah. meant there's a stronghold possible at the workplace. There's witchcraft or there's cursed things where you're praying. So you're coming under attack as well. So if it's a case like that, then it's the surrounding. There's something. So you got to go approach God and ask the Lord to reveal what it is in the workplace. But the attack is coming from the workplace, if that's the case. Okay. Okay. Wow. Thank you, Brother Baker. Okay, no problem. God bless you. God bless you. Okay, so we're going to have now the prayer request in Jesus' name. Thank you, sister. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.